I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Progressive Britain podcast. This is the extra episode from Labour Conference 2018. I'm Progress Deputy Editor Connor Pope and I'm joined by the New Europeans Political Editor Richard Porritt. So Richard, I think we have to come clean here. We're we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. This was going to be all about the uh, Brexit motion that either did or didn't pass. We were supposed to know by by now, but but we don't. Uh, We don't. (laughs) So so we'll have to kind of uh, hedge our bets here a bit. Do you think it's going to pass? What's your feeling? Uh, Yes, I think it probably will. I mean, I was in the uh, hall for for Keir's speech and the ovation seemed to suggest that the majority of people Mm. at conference uh, will back it. I mean, it was a bit of a, uh, obviously we, we were given the speech beforehand, the approved speech. So when he, when he dropped that line, it was a bit of a, a I won't go as far as say jaw dropping, but certainly mm. one of the moments of conference so far, I think. And of course, immediately. This, this, this was the line to say that Remain would be right. on the ballot paper. In yeah, yeah, well. yeah. And I, I was checking back on the work, that isn't in there, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, and you know, we've immediately had some, some backlash to that. Mm. I, I, I was speaking to a, um, to a, a Remain MP who said, uh, afterwards, there is already some anger from the sort of soft Brexit wing of the party yeah. that he did that, and I think there's there's certainly divisions on it, isn't there? Just like next week, you know, mm. I will be at Tory conference as well, and next week we will see even exactly, <laughs> yeah, we will see um, even more divisions potentially. But but Labour is a divided party on this, mm. and um, I think Kia actually has done um, or is doing a really good job as far as he can. I think he's been held back a lot by um, by the leadership. Um, and I think I think the majority of others would would love him just to be able to get hold of this brief and do it completely by himself. I think he'd do a much better job of it. Is there any idea where that line came from? Was it added in at the last minute, or did it have any sign off from uh, from the from the people? It certainly at the didn't top have of any off? sign off. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, HQ will have seen the and approved the 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 wording of the speech, which obviously didn't include that line, um, which was you know nobody's ruling out remain. Mm. I did a little bit of work with. Kia a few years ago, um, before he was a Labour Party MP, um, and just after he'd he'd um, stopped being the director of public prosecution, and I don't think he's the type of chap that does things spontaneously. So um, it's my belief that he had written that in in response to some of the things that well, mm. what John McDonnell suggested and what Len McCluskey said uh, on Sunday, I think it was, because that's what he believes and that's what he wants. And I think 
he's getting a bit fed up of not getting the, the support from leadership that um, that he thinks the members deserve on, on a people's vote. The stand innovation that he got for that line was a remarkable rebuke to to the likes of John McDonnell uh, yeah. and, and those comments. And that is really not something that we've seen over the past couple of years from members in their attitude towards the leadership. Do you, did you kind of sense that actually there are, uh, you know, a lot of party members who are getting a bit fed up that on this issue... They're not being represented on this issue, absolutely. And I think I think that began to fester mm-hmm. last year in Brighton when there was no opportunity to debate Brexit. I think um, people were very angry about that then. I think they've remained angry about it for the whole year, and I think they're delighted that they have had that chance this year. Yeah, I mean, we still see. You know, I was walking here today to do the pod with you, and, and there's lots of people with you know love Corbyn, hate Brexit T-shirts yeah, yeah. and bags and things. So there is still obviously that um, that that love for Jeremy Corbyn. I think it would be so much larger, however, if if he was to 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 come out and and, and be properly anti-Brexit. Now, to be fair to him, we know we only have to look back at his, some of the stuff he's said previously. He is a Eurosceptic. I mean, there's no need um, for us to pretend that he's not. But I think what he said um, at the at the beginning of the conference about you know being happy to go along with the members' views, I think that should be welcomed, and I think that should be applauded on his part. It's a shame, obviously, that John McDonnell potentially doesn't agree with him. Mm-hmm. But we don't fully know, of course, if Jeremy means there should be a vote, but Remain shouldn't be on it, yeah, which is yeah. what came out of the um, out of the unions and out of John. So my personal feeling towards the um, Brexit motion is that actually it's really good. It's got a couple of excellent elements. I think the fact that it essentially does explicitly say that we support full membership of the single market is a massive step forward from yeah. the 2017 manifesto. Uh, and I think the element on the people's vote is really useful as a tool for the membership to essentially hold the leadership Absolutely. to account because it, there is a, a clear set of you know logical circumstances that they will and will not support a people's vote in. And if they don't do that, then the members can turn around and say, this is what the yeah. policy is. And, you know... Oh, Frankly, we've seen in the past that Labour leaders can quite easily ignore stuff that uh, conference passes, but yeah. but at least that is a tool that, yes. that members can, can use to, to judge the ag- actions of the leader by. I think that some people have been more critical of it and think it's a bit of a fudge. Um, what's your kind of take and, and uh, what's well, their take? Yeah, I mean, in, in initially I spoke to, I've been speaking to, um, you know, Labour, I was at the Labour Leave event, um, last night, and, and they said it was a fudge. They're pleased mm. that it's a fudge. Um, <laughs> and I was speaking to. Um, we've got, you know, we've, it's not a large protest. Our protest, probably not the right word, but um, you know, we've got some people with EU flags and things outside. Mm. I was speaking to to them yesterday as well, and, and and they also said it was a fudge. So I think if both sides are saying it a fudge, then it, it probably is to mm. some extent. But I agree with you that that it, it is a tool to hold leadership to account going forward. So I think it is useful on that score. Um, and I think uh, I, I think it's a, it's baby steps with Labour on on Brexit, but I do think that um, we're going in the right direction. So the uh, Labour Leave, you, you you were saying you were with them last night. Um, yeah. What what is their take on Jeremy Corbyn? Uh, do, you know, we all know that he's really a Corbyn sceptic and he has this history. And do they think that actually he's done a pretty good job of sticking in that as leader? Uh, um, well. Th- they tend to be um, old school lefties, so they're mm. quite lucky on that score, I think. <laughs> but really, their focus isn't Jeremy Corbyn. It is, it's very similar. So but at the weekend, I went to an even an even more extreme meeting. I was at the, at the Bolton University Stadium for the um, Leave Means Leave rally with mm. Nigel and uh, David Davis. Mm, and The whole and, gang. Yeah, and Kit Hoy was there. And she was there last night as well. Um, 
and the those two elements, you know, they, they tended to be more Tory UKIP sort of um, voters, uh, and the Labour leavers that I that I met with last night actually have the same enemy, and that is what they call Ramoners, you know. <laughs> and um, Graham Stringer was was speaking last night, and, and well, he was moaning to be honest about um, some of the things that the Remainers, some of the some of the names they call leavers yeah, and things yeah. like that, and. <sighs> I mean, obviously, I get called those things from the other side all the time. I'm sure you do as well. Um, so this is a two-way street, and uh, they are just determined uh, at all costs to get out of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are long-held views, you know. And that, so it, it's nothing. It's nothing particularly new for them. It's not like the. It's not like Boris, where he blows with the wind. These are, you know, like like Jeremy's views are long-held, um, and and they they feel like they're so close now. Um, that they, there is a real zeal to to get it over and done with, and, I, and I, my worry, of course, is that they are blind to some of the costs. You know, they're blind to, and the same for the Tory Brexiteers, of course. They they are just blinded by this um, years of work to get in, getting them to this stage, and they're almost there, and they don't really care anymore. So, in John McDonald's speech uh, to conference, he. He said that, you know, the bigger the crisis is, then the more the desire for radical change. And, and he, that seems to be an important part of um, the left's analysis at the moment. And it kind of has been for a couple of years. I know it was essentially the same around the time Donald Trump was elected US yep. president. They said, well, if this this must be our moment. Like if, if someone like Trump can, can get elected, then actually we can use that anger for uh, left populism as well. Um, do you think... It feels like we're, we're definitely heading towards a no-deal situation now. Chequers is dead. There, there doesn't seem to be any desire to come up with something to replace it. Um, do you think... What do you think is the, the kind of uh, reaction of the Labour leadership towards that situation? I think that... I mean, all, I've interviewed lots of Labour MPs this week and, and certainly the theme at the start of the week was we want a general election. Mm. And I, I think they probably would imagine that they, if there is a no deal, then the, you know, the, the government in chaos, it's more likely that there will be a general election. Mm. Um, I mean, the, who is I? Um, Emily Thornbury, I was chatting to, and, and she, she's convinced there's going to be an election in November. Please no. <laughs> Please no. Um, I'm still recovering from last year. I guess. <laughs> well do without that. Um, but so I think actually they're quite happy to to let this um, to let this go, and I think to be fair, I don't I don't actually think that that is irresponsible mm. because they argue, and I think this would be true of the EU if there was a change of government, we could extend um, you know Article Fifty and we could we could start again, and maybe that's what actually is needed. Would I trust the current Labour leadership to do a good job, any better job in yeah, fact yeah, yeah. than than what Theresa May and and the government has done on Brexit? Well. I'm not sure. I don't know, to be honest. So obviously, as we're talking, the, we don't know what the actual result of the, the Brexit motion is, whether mm. it's passed or not. We're presuming that it will do. Yeah. But given that we're doing this in advance, I guess we also better talk about what happens if it doesn't pass. And I suppose that is really the measure of, of this and, and how much of a step forward it is. Um, what happens if if the Labour conference rejects this well, motion? Well, that would be today? hugely depressing, wouldn't it? Um, I, I can't. I can't see any way that it won't but if it if it didn't and it hasn't then i don't know we go again i mean <laughs> what, what other option have we got yeah. uh, you know i think this is too big a we've we've had so many setbacks and carried on and we and i think there, there really is um proper progression now on this issue uh inside the labor party and i think 
uh, I think we just have to keep keep on keeping on. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's as simple as that, in my opinion. And so, uh, just quickly before we finish, um, you're going to Tory conference next week. I am. What 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 is going to happen there? Do you have any idea? <laughs> well, do you know what I do? I, I do, I've done plenty of Tory conferences and plenty of Labour ones as well over the years, and um, I've never been to a to a conference quite like last year's conference. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had we had Boris. Um, dropping bombshells from the beginning, and um, and then we had uh, obviously the um, it, it had a lull in the, in the middle, and you thought, oh, she's got on top of it. It was all it all sort of calmed down on the Tuesday, and of course, then the speech happened. It was one of the most incredible pieces of um, political theatre <laughs> I have ever witnessed. I will certainly never forget that until my until my dying day. And one of the not that I agreed with the content of it, but one of the best political speeches I've actually ever seen was Theresa May slapping down police officers at the um, Police Federation conference uh, about four or five years ago when she was Home Secretary, of course. Um, now, I didn't agree with anything she said, but again, as a piece of political theatre, it was extraordinary. You could hear a pin drop. And beforehand, the police had been told they mustn't boo or slow hand clap or they must just listen. And she walked off the stage and the only thing you could hear, hear were her, her heels clicking as mm. she walked off. And... Fast forward four years to last year when she was coughing and spluttering and letters were falling off. And, you know, from this iron lady that yeah, she, yeah. she seemed to be back then to what she'd become, I honestly drove back home that evening and was getting phone calls and making phone calls. Obviously, I pulled over before I made the phone call. Um, <laughs> saying, how long has she got? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 24 hours, 48 hours. Here she is a year later. It's extraordinary. I mean, I spoke to um, very senior um, Tory sources after that who said listen if she gets to Christmas it'll be a miracle well you know the miracle of Christmas came and went we've had local elections we've had all kinds of other things and all kinds of disasters and she's still here so can she make it through her own yeah. conference next week well it, it's going to be extraordinary there's going to be even more infighting that we've, than we've seen at Labour this week I think um, and it, it, it is it, it going to be uh, there's going to be lots to write about let's put it that way I won't be um, I won't be bored I can't wait. <laughs> oh, you, this, this is, I've been coming to Labour conferences since uh, 2009, and this is the first one I've ever been to where basically I've not really heard anyone ask, who do you think is going to be the next Labour leader? It's not on the agenda no, here this year. No, it's not. Um, whereas the Tories, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of any of yeah. these people would want to? I that? mean, here, deputy leader obviously is a, is a slightly different matter, and it seems like there is a lot of shenanigans going yeah, on yeah, with lots. that as, as we speak. But I'm sure that by Friday we'll have a much better idea. But anyway, Richard Porritt, thank you so much Absolute for coming pleasure. in. Absolute pleasure. Thanks uh, for having me. Cheers. Uh, do remember, send in any comments and questions you have. Leave a review, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Progressive Britain podcast with Connor Pope and Richard Angel. The music is When in the West by Blue Dot Sessions, licensed under Creative Commons. And this episode was produced by Carolyn Crampton. <laughs> <laughs>